You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to the king of all kings podcast. Street Vibes. Hosted by Kenny Caraway and Jason Jones. Oh, God. Guess who's back? Guess who's Bizak? We've been telling you guys for so long we're about to get back at this thing. But here we are. We're back. Kenny Caraway, Jason Jones, J Street Vibes is finally, finally back on your airways, man. Where's I got hold on, let me get some air horns because we finally back, man. Come on, man. Stop playing. There we go, man. J Street Vibes is back. Jason Jones, what's good, man? I'm good. I mean, this is what about a year and a half. Two yeah. Years yeah, 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 man. This is crazy. We started with the. Can we even say the name anymore? I don't want. I don't want to get sued. I don't remember it anymore. I mean, it's own room breakdown. Shout out to Tanika. You know, yeah. our girl Tanika. You know, what I mean, shout out to uh, our our guy Brian. You know, what I'm saying who, who, was, who was the producer back then. This was pre-COVID. We yeah, started. We went from, from Brian to Rob. Yep. Shout out Rob. Rob is Rob is the goat, man. Big ups to him. Yeah. Rob's, then, Rob's in grad school. I know it's crazy, right? But now, J Street Vibes is back after it was a whirlwind. Once I got the radio show and 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 all this other stuff, and then Jason got reassigned. He wasn't just the Kings no more, so it got crazy. But we came back together. Shout out to Danny Fry bringing us back together like uh, Triple H. You know, what I'm saying <laughs> bringing us back. <laughs> I guess I'm Shawn Michaels because I lost my hair later. So. <laughs> Well, I guess I'm the road dog. I never, I never had my hair. Well, Triple H, no, I'm Triple H. I got well. We both, we both have the shaved head and the beard. I don't know. I'm well, here. Yeah, yeah. We can be Sean and Triple H. Both of them are bald now. Either way, man. J Street Vibes is back, man. For for those who are familiar with J Street Vibes, welcome back. We appreciate the love. We hear you guys. You guys have been asking for it for a minute, man, and I'm glad we could bring it back. Uh, for if you're new to J Street Vibes. Um. Yeah, just enjoy the ride. We're gonna have a good time. We're gonna talk Kings basketball, obviously. But the thing that I think we do a little differently, Jason, is you know we'll we'll, we'll touch a little bit on the NBA. We'll we'll touch a little bit on pop culture, a little bit, you know, and a little black culture, black Twitter. We'll get into all that just a little bit. Have a have oh, a good yeah, no time. Doubt. Yeah, have a good time with it. But mostly, mostly like ninety five percent. This is a Kings podcast. We're gonna have a good time with it for sure, man. So let's. Let's not waste any time. And we, we got to talk about, I mean, it's, it's just, oh, I don't know. I don't know what to call this, Jason. Is this the, is this the turning point for the Sacramento Kings? Is this the moment where we knew the Sacramento Kings were real? Because we're, we're recording this on a Monday night. Earlier today, the Sacramento Kings in Charlotte down by, what, what was the biggest deficit they had? Was it 15? 15, they were down 15 at the half, I believe, for sure. I wonder, I wonder if it was bigger than that. But regardless, they were down big. De'Aaron Fox goes out of the game with a, a bruised knee bone. Uh, and it looked bleak. It looked bleak. They couldn't stop a nosebleed, Jason. They were mm-hmm. letting Plumley run wild on them like Hulkamania. But have no fear. 
Delhi is here because Delhi gets no, it wasn't just Delhi. Although Delhi came in and gave us some minutes. Delhi got, yeah, they got the lead with they got the lead with Delhi in the game. Exactly, exactly. So uh Davion Mitchell was really the story. He came back five three-pointers on the night. Phenomenal night for him. And the Kings come back to win 115-108 in Charlotte. And I gotta be honest with you, Jason. I'm still in a little bit of a shock that they this they had, they haven't won these type of games in years in years where you're down 15 on the road just looking bad all this other stuff they haven't they haven't won those type of games in years and I I don't know is it is the season turning you tell me I don't know see it's a double edged thing because I'm watching the game going they about to give up about 125 tonight 130 mm. you know. The Hornets are, you know, got guy, you know, you know, you don't, you don't have their key guys playing, you know. There's no Lamelo, you know. I'm like, this is a typical Kings game. They're going to get blown out by Kelly Oubre <laughs> and a Plumley brother. I always forget which one is which. I think it's Mason, right? It is Mason. I think that's Mason. You know, is, is he the one who was in Portland who I always got mad at because he get right by the rim and throw it backwards? <laughs> I think, I'm I think like, if is, you don't, is he the only Plumley left? Dunk, is he the only Plumley left? I'm pretty. I think so. I mean, it feels like they were like as many of them as there were the Engies. <laughs> the Engies. <laughs> I swear, Mamadou Engi played with Chris Weber and then made it all the way to the Final Four with North Carolina. <laughs> played against Perry Ellis. <laughs> yeah. Well, I digress, but I just kind of said, you know what? Think about the, you know, give up another one twenty-five, lose on the road to a to a depleted team, and. Same old Kings, but they, you know, it's amazing what happens when you kind of play a little defense, a little yeah. bit of defense, and the shots start falling. Yeah. Yeah. You and know, but yeah. They, I mean, because in that first half, they lived in the paint. I mean, yeah. they being Charlotte, they just lived in the paint and they you know, started, you know, contesting a little. To me, it's no coincidence that that Davion's playing when that happens. Mm. Then mm. he, he starts hitting now. I mean, that one through that last three in the fourth quarter was cold Ooh. blood. Whew. And then, and then the mid range joint right after that to put them up yeah. and put it away. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, and that's been a topic uh, on the show on D'Lo and KC a lot about Davion and his start to the season, right? Like he hasn't been as impactful. And one of the things that I thought about Davion, because a lot of people were hyped up with the way he finished the season last year, and he finished really, really well. Like he put up some good numbers, did some good things, and, and it, it seemed like he was a guy who. Um, if he has the minutes, this is this isn't breaking news, but if he has the minutes, he can produce the numbers. And the the thing that he was gonna have to figure out this year, and he still is, is how am I impactful while not having those same type of minutes, right? Like I'm not gonna play right. 23, 25 minutes a night. It may be 14 minutes, but how are my 14 minutes super impactful? on both sides of the floor. And it seemed like a role that he was trying to get a feel for. And he had been struggling with a little bit in the first four or five games. But lo and behold, De'Aaron Fox goes down tonight. And Davion says, I'm ready. I've been ready for this. Balls out 23 points on the night, nine of 11 from the field, five of six from beyond the arc. What a performance by Davion Mitchell. Yeah, and I think a lot of times, you know, like you said, a lot of times what people expect from Davion is to come in and play defense. But, you know, asking a guy to come off the bench and try to shut somebody off, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. And then you're doing it in, you know, in spot minutes. You know, you're going in for four or five minutes and coming out because as well as De'Aaron has played, 
it's hard to say give De'Aaron 30 something minutes and then how do we give Davion 25 plus because right. you also have more depth of two guard. Right. So it's not like you can slide De'Aaron over there and say, let's play them together. Mm-hmm. Then it also lets your backcourt look a much smaller backcourt. Right. But right. I just, yeah, I just think, yeah, he had a night. You know, sometimes a guy just gets rolling and then, you know, you got, you know, Kayvon over there, you know, hitting three. Oh, Kayvon, I heard he don't like that nickname. But oh, he, he said he wanted to leave that nickname in Atlanta. But come on, man. Come on, Kayvon. Give, give him something else, you know. Come up with, I don't know. You know, I like I like that nickname for him. I do, too. I like it's, very, it's a very Atlanta thing, you know. I, I just picture, uh, you know, uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Tim's <laughs> going to get some prime rib with his new nickname, you know. But, hey, that's just me. Yeah, man. And he may be the key to them when he's on. They're tough, you know. They're tough to beat because you, mean, you, you know when he's on. It's a you know they, you're getting five, six, seven threes from him. When he's struggling, it's like okay, where do we find that, that you know that other that outside punch? But I think you 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 need him on because you know I like Malik Monk, but Malik is streaky. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know. There's going to be nights like Malik had tonight where you go, well, we really can't play him, you know, and I wonder how much of that is just being back in Charlotte. Yeah. yeah. You know, but there's going to be nights like that. So you need one of those guys to be consistent. So, but yeah, I mean, Davion was the man. Like I said, just the the, the offensive production, like you said, you know, the pull up, the step, you know, you know that's what you expect from, you know, De'Aaron, just, you know, hold the rock, you know, okay, I'm going to hit that jumper now. But everyone at Baylor told me about him that, He's a guy that changes your culture. Eventually, mm. if you don't want to work like him, you just won't want to be around him. Right. So I think the more he's out there, it's definitely better. And he kind of fits what Mike wants to do in terms of playing defense. Right. That, I, I, that, that's the one area I think we're all waiting for De'Aaron to become that lockdown defender. Yeah. But he, you know, he has a he has a big you know load to carry on offense. But I think we're still waiting for you know to stop seeing these games or these opposing guards mm. getting 25, 26, you know, getting you know coming in and getting, you know, using the kings of slump busters. Right. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And the, the the thing with Davion that always worried me, so to speak, when you talk about oh him and Fox could close out the game, is like where is the shooting coming from, right? Like mm-hmm. you guys are both streaky shooters. To be honest with you, Jason, they're both very streaky at the line too. So even yeah. if you're in the end of the game and you're ahead, how are you going to put it away when your two two guards aren't able to shoot from the free throw line? But Davion, we, we always it, maybe it's just me. Feels like he's been in the league two, three years already. It's second year in the league, right? Like he's, yeah. he just had his rookie year. So he had a big summer this past summer working on his game, working on the shot, things of that nature. And obviously, we see it tonight, five or six from beyond the arc. If he's able to knock down a jump shot consistently, much like we say the same things about De'Aaron, but if Davion is able to knock down a jump shot consistently, then you can close games with him 
in De'Aaron in the backcourt. And now you've got your defender on the perimeter. And if Fox is defending the way he was against Tyler Hero the other day, now you've got a solid backcourt. You got Kevin Herter who could probably play the three. You got uh, Keegan Murray, depending on the matchup, could be at the four. You, you, you've got options to get Davion in there. And, and really, when you think about where the minutes are going to come for him, it's gonna it's gonna have to be him being able to shoot the rock and 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 be a catch and shoot shooter or even off the bounce like we saw today if he's gonna be able to finish these games out. Oh, definitely. I think that's the only way you can really play those two together because if you're you know, De'Aaron's gonna run the offense mm-hmm. and you can't have a guy out there who's just, you know, teams are afraid to, you know, aren't are that they aren't afraid to leave. And but one thing I said, you no, know, people from Baylor all told me. If there's a weakness in his game after his rookie year, he's going to attack it in the offseason. They're like, don't mm. worry. He's going to come back better. <laughs> mm. Don't worry about that. He is the one thing you, you don't have to worry about is him not working. Remember, I remember even going through summer league, they were worried that he was going to work too much. Right. They're like, you have to rest sometimes, Davion. It's going to be a much longer season. This isn't college. You're not going to play 35, 37 games. Yeah. That's not even the halfway point of an NBA season. So, He's probably learned a lot about just how to take care of his body better and maintain it over the course of an NBA season. I'm expecting a lot of, you know, positives from him as he kind of figures out where they're going to slot him in. And if he keeps shooting like this, somebody's going to lose minutes in the backcourt. Yeah. Somebody's, going, somebody's not going to play. Exactly. That's facts. Yeah, absolutely. Also in that backcourt tonight, my boy, we talked about him a little bit, Kevin Herter, 26 on the night. Five three-pointers, some big-time threes in that fourth quarter to give them the lead and uh, and tie the game. I think he hit one to tie it and hit one to give them the lead too, man. So Kevin Herter, he has been as advertised from what we thought we were going to get from uh, his time in Atlanta. He's been that and a, and a lot more so far in the first week and a half, two weeks of the season. Yeah, King, you know, if you're going to go out and get anything, you need to get more shooting. Mm-hmm. They got more shooting. I mean, you, you know, you, you, did, you made the trade, you trade, you traded Buddy, you didn't keep DiVincenzo, you had to get more shooting. Yeah. You know, I think Keegan Murray helps with the shooting, Herder helps with shooting. The more shooting, the better. Trust me, as a Laker guy, I know what it means when you don't have shooting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at least, at least, at least nobody's winless anymore, right? I mean, at least we got those wins. That's a positive. Hey, even the Nets have two wins finally. <laughs> right, right. So, uh, Kings come back in Charlotte. Uh, to win 115-103. They then go to Miami on Wednesday. Try to try to sweep the Miami Heat this season. We'll see how that goes. Uh, we'll be here after that game as well. But yeah, right maybe, now, we, yeah, hopefully they don't catch the flu out there. You know, sometimes I know a lot not. of players go to Miami and they get sick, you know. Yeah, they I've might need to I've gone to Miami and gotten sick as well. So I understand how it happens. You know, the weather out there is just so off. Maybe they should stay in Fort Lauderdale. The weather's better there. Uh, how about well, that? Maybe, but you know that sun, and then you know the eating establishments are open really late now out there, and sometimes yeah. guys just go to the buffet at random hours of the night. It can be a problematic thing for a team visiting. I understand, understand. Hopefully, they're all staying healthy out there in, in Miami as they get ready. I learned how to do that when I used to go to Miami a lot because I would go out there and I'd often leave you know the Miami area with, with that flu. South Beach Flu flu is a real thing. We're going to take a quick break. When I come back, Jay, I want to get your thoughts on De'Aaron Fox's start to the season because he's been phenomenal. And you've seen his whole career. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on what's different, what he's doing a little different or better to start the season right here on J Street Vibes.